The College Basketball Experience Preview and Picks episode for Tuesday, February 7th on the Sports Gambling Podcast Networks presented by WinBet. $100, get a $100 free bet at sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash winbet. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash W-Y-N-N-B-E-T. State restrictions apply. Rasa brought to you by SGPN's Big Game Bingo. Yes, $57 in SGPN gift cards is up for grabs every time you hit bingo. Rasa brought to you by the SGPN uh, 57 Bets Challenge. Yes, $570 in cash and a $570 gift card goes to the winner of the props contest get all of our contest info exclusively on the sgpn app and don't forget if you're gonna be in arizona for the big game aka the super bowl make sure you check out uh, our live show at ainsworth thursday 11 a.m register today at sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash big game hey what's up you degenerate gamblers this is bill burr and you're listening to sgpn let it ride baby Well, my name is Colby Swingin' Database Dad, a.k.a. Pick Don D. That's not a pick. This is a pick. He was raised in the land down under where a man thinks on his feet, speaks with his fists, and lives by his wits. When Dundee happened, he was a superstar. Sometimes maybe good, sometimes maybe shit. And you're nothing but a chameleon, lemon-headed, coward, terrorist pussy. And I'm after you, buddy. You're going to pay for it. Good night. (laughs) Sir, 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 you're rocking with Pick Dundee in the college basketball experience. Oh, Tuesday slate is fire. Probably my favorite slate of the week, arguably. Uh, I'm joined by my co-host, give it up for, uh, former video coordinator for Bob Huggins and Frank Martin, host of the Ryan and Russ show, host of the NFL gambling podcast. Maybe you check out that episode. It's got the Super Bowl coming up this week. What are you doing? Hop on over there. Uh, give it up for Ryan McIntyre. What's up, man? Super Tuesday. Let's go. Let's get after a double header on the college basketball experience. <laughs> Fire, absolute fire. All right, we are also joined by it's been a minute. It's been a minute since this guy's been here talking college hoops. Uh, give it up for the DFS got himself. Come play college hoops DFS with us. We tweeted out at TCE on SGPN. Uh, and, and we play DFS daily, so hop on there. Uh, give it up for the rooftop IPA drinking. Home brew making, tobacco road living, the free lack giving farmer, farmer, Herndon Basketball League MVP. Give it up for NC Nick in the place to be. There we go. What's going on, guys? 
Good round, you're celebrating with your appetite. Bad round, you're losing, you're using your appetite to forget about the round. I'll tell you something about appetite. It's a real fucking great thing to have. It is a great thing to have. And right now, I mean, uh, we got to talk about, uh, you know, I'll just, I guess we just got to dive right into the fact. Well, well, no, let's go right into the fact that, uh, you know, sometimes you have a lock battle. And sometimes, a.k.a. this weekend, it's tough to be on the other side of pick Dundee because the Miami Hurricanes. And, and look, I don't know who to come at first here because NC Nick, that is your team. <laughs> but I also had a lock battle. With uh, our uh, Moneyline Mac here on the Duke-Miami side of things, I laid, what was it, three and a half, four. I'll give you four and a half, five. Oh, maybe, maybe, maybe I'll give you 21 and a half because the Hurricane win by 22. Duke had a huge win against Carolina. NC Nick, you've you've been a Duke fan since the 80s, uh, since Ala Abdunabi. And uh, I want uh, let the floor is yours. You beat Carolina. I think if we were to ask you and say, hey, would you trade a loss at Miami for a win against Carolina? You would take it 10 out of 10 days. But of course, talk to me about this game and your concerns on the Blue Devils moving forward. That's I mean, same old story. You can't win on the road now. I mean, it's a very tough spot here for a very young team to bounce back less than 48 hours from the big win and play at Miami on, you know, on the road. So, so thank you, ACC for that schedule. But (laughs) at the end of the day, it's February. And if you're a good team, you at least show up, you know, you don't get run out of the building in the first half. So uh, it shows you, obviously Duke's not there yet, you know, I thought the key to beating Carolina was that our backcourt played as well, if not better, than UNC's backcourt. Well, today they had uh, 10 turnovers to five assists, so that's not going to cut it on the road. Uh, So, uh, yeah, we'll see where we go from here. got at UVA on Saturday, so things do not get easier. (laughs) Tough. Absolutely tough. Uh, Moneyline Mac, uh, you lost the lock battle. How do you feel about your – your uh, your your Blue Devils there for tonight. You know what? I locked them on Saturday night in the Tobacco Road. Tried to double down here, get cute. Bad picks all together. I mean, literally, I knew I lost at the first media timeout. We were doing bracketology, and I'm just sitting here going, we're going over the one seeds, and I'm like, God damn it, Duke's already lost this game. Because <laughs> you could tell right off the bat, they lost every 50-50 ball. They got pounded on the glass, which I was shocked because they have the size advantage over Miami. And like Nick said, Turn it over 21 times on the road. You, you're not going to win against a quality team like Miami. Uh, and the one thing, you know, I know, you know, before the game this afternoon, me and Ryan were talking about it a, a little bit. The one thing I didn't mention was that at certain points in that Duke North Carolina game, as happy I was to watch that, watch Duke get the, the W, at, at certain times I was like, I don't know if either of these teams is very good. <laughs> I agree. Yeah. <laughs> you know, because. Yeah. I mean, Duke, you know, UNC had open shots down the stretch. They just missed. Uh, neither team was was very, you know, the, the offensive efficiency just was not there. So I, it, the chances are that maybe just both teams weren't very good. Yeah, yeah. Um, and uh, Jimmy Laranega. Noah, do we have a clip of him uh, in the what, <laughs> mid-game? Just checking, making sure he's tipping the, uh, the Uber Eats driver. I don't know what's going on here. I do not have a money. I don't even carry cash anymore. Look at him. Look at this money clip. Money clip. <laughs> and yeah. 
No, I mean, not even I mean, you're up so much. You're counting your fucking money. He looks bored. He looks like you're like, oh, what's in my pocket here? He just no, like I, I think he's looking at there saying, can I still hit the strip club in my in South Beach on the way home? You know, Jimmy Laranaga's in his mid 70s. He's been to a final four. You know, might as go. I might as well enjoy the benefits of coaching in South Beach. He's checking That's to right. make sure he has that money. It, um, it, 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 it was one old fart showing another old fart how to win in this day and age. Pay for players, NIL, baby. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> NC Nick, you haven't had a chance to dive into this, but, but, uh, and I know he's walked it back some of it, but Jim Beheim, the audacity, the absolute <laughs> audacity for him to say, well, these teams, Wake Forest and Pitt and Miami have paid players. And we, we are only – first off, he goes, we only pay guys 20 grand. Well, you're still paying fucking players, <laughs> all right? But it's first also, off, yeah, it's first legal. Off, I love how you pronounce the word audacity. <laughs> what did I say? <laughs> you say audacity, the audacity. <laughs> but I know well, what you're talking about. We're having a it cocktail, is, you know what I mean? And it is freaking ridiculous. And for him to come out there like, dude, you know, if, if you're going to come out saying like that, just hang it up, retire, because – everybody's doing it. They should be. It's completely legal. If you're not doing it, maybe that's why you're on the bubble every year and you haven't really done anything. Oh, in, uh, and, how about, seasons. and how about they were doing it when it wasn't legal? <laughs> yeah. All right. I mean, don't spit at my ass and tell me it's raining here. We have, I mean, we have so much proof of this. We can go back to Kentucky in 1986, paying Chris Mills to go there. You know what I mean? Paying them substantial amounts of money. And that was in 86. How do they get Billy Owens? How do they get Sherman yeah. Douglas? Yeah. <laughs> so I'm saying, you're telling me, you're telling me, uh, what, what did we say last night? Carmelo, Carmelo Anthony. <laughs> didn't want to play for, didn't want to play for Gary Williams. Just like, uh, just won a national championship. No, didn't want to, didn't want to go to, I don't know, maybe, uh, maybe UCLA, pretty, pretty prestigious program, scattered yeah. ass, scattered through the city. Um, yeah. <laughs> Let me go to upstate New York. Yeah. It's in the two, yeah. three zone. Right. Exactly. <laughs> Unbelievable to me. Like it, it just was reminding me of Dabo Sweeney. Just yeah. out of touch, out of, completely out of touch. And you're going to get no sympathy from the American people. Unless, I don't know, maybe a couple of people in, in Syracuse, New York will say, Hey, Hey, maybe they'll have the audacity <laughs> on their schedule next year. Are they a D three school? Um, all right. Uh, Let's let's recap a little bit here. Tarleton State had a day game, a makeup game from a cancellation. They uh they were losing a lot of this game, but down the stretch, Billy Gillespie's Texans made the plays to take down the Mavericks. 69-64. Tarleton, uh, you know, Tarleton uh, you know, needed that one. They moved to 13 and 11. Maybe they can make a run in the whack. Close out the season here. Uh, I rolled with UTA. Nick, who'd you roll with? I did not have a strong take on this, but I went with the Mavericks at home too, coming off that big Sam Houston win. And uh, I guess that success was short lived because Tarleton, I think Tarleton is a better team, but we thought, you know, maybe UTA's hotter. They're at home, but it wasn't the case. Uh, some people are claiming UTA can go to hell. Mac, yeah. what'd you make of this one? They led for 35 minutes. I mean, they blew a, I think eight or eight or ten point lead right before we went on the bracketology show. So complete collapse from Arlington. Tough, tough. Uh, if you had that side, it was a tough one. Yeah, yeah. Next up, UMass Lowell drilled Hartford. I, I hit here, laid the big number as they won by 22. 
at Hotford. Uh, Nick, where were you at on this one? Yeah, not the greatest start to the day for me, but this is one I got right. I mean, you just can't pick Hartford right now, so you had to go UMass Lowell. Oh, he's rubbing it in money, Max. I tried to go with them and Green Bay. It worked for one of them. <laughs> uh, Lafayette took down Holy Cross. Moneyline Mac was on this one. I rolled with Holy Cross. Uh, Lafayette just beat him down pretty much the whole game. Josh Rivera, 25 points, five boards. Shout out to Lafayette. They're playing pretty pretty decent ball of late. Uh, Nick, who'd you take on this one? Yeah, I was on Holy Cross with you there. You know, they've been playing better of late uh, and, and also another home team. But no, Lafayette was better, you know, pretty much throughout. They're up by six at halftime and just, you know, expanded that lead in the uh, second half. Mac? Yeah, no, I second that as well. It kind of blew it open in the second half. So uh, good win for them. Yeah, yeah, nice win for Lafayette. We talked Duke, Miami, Idaho State, the Bengals. I rode with them, you know. Ever since the NAU is getting stingy with the press passes, but a little too, <laughs> a little too giving with the coffee cups, uh, you know, that uh, NAU doesn't know how to win. I knew this game would be a close game. I was on Hoops Peterson last night, and I said Idaho State will find a way to win this game in the final couple minutes, and that's exactly what the Bengals did. Uh, NC Nick, who'd you write on this one? <laughs> another another home team that that lost. So the the home team straight up one and five here so far today. And I was on most of them, so no, I got this one wrong. Uh, Mac, Mac, who'd you ride with? Yeah. This? I, I was on. I locked the Lumberjacks in, kind of like Arlington. Frustrated for me, they were up sixty-one fifty-one coming down the stretch, and they blow a ten-point lead with less than ten minutes to go. So, yeah, I'm eating shit early on here in the after or early slate. Well, we're not hitting, eating shit. I imagine we all took. I haven't. I don't have it in front of us, but Green Bay was getting seventeen and a half. They win outright in overtime against the Milwaukee Panthers. Holy shit. This is a big one. Tony Bennett is walking through that door, maybe. Holy hell, the Green Bay uh, Phoenix, the Phoenix Rose. I knew. Look, I mean, I'll be honest. I was talking a little bit out of my ass. I was on Hoops Peterson, and he goes, (laughs) he's like, tell me who you like in this game. And I go, "Uh, well, it's it's a rivalry game. I'll take the points. I'll take the points. Uh, but it, boom, it caches and it caches on the, I know I now, unfortunately I didn't give it away on the money line, but, uh, shout out to the Phoenix, Nick, who'd you write on this one? I was wrong on this one again. I don't know how you were so confident on green Bay. Look at the last couple of games. They, they lose by 15 to IUP by, uh, what? 31 to Wright state 18 to Northern Kentucky 36 or something to Robert Morris. I can't even do that math off the top of my head, but I, mean, I don't know why you were so confident on Green Bay. I don't know that I was confident. My my angle was simply this. Uh, it is a look at, like, for Milwaukee, first off, if you're going to have a lead, you'll probably call off the dogs a little bit because you're in state, right? You're in state. Another thing is I thought there's probably a lot of people in the city of Milwaukee that might have attended Green Bay. So I thought maybe – They'll go to the, you know, it's Milwaukee. It's cold as fuck. What are you going to do? You're going to go watch indoor sports. All right. Uh, it doesn't matter if it's the fucking swim team. All you right? think a lot of Green Bay uh, fans are packing the house there in Milwaukee? I'm sure, <laughs> I've watch been, their like three and 23 basketball yes. teams. I've been to Milwaukee. There's probably like a seven for one beer special. Right. And I, I imagine that's what happened there. So uh, shout out to Green Bay. I know, Mac, you rode with me on, on, on Green Bay. Big Brett Favre fan, big believer in his volleyball, his volleyball courts. <laughs> yeah, him and Aaron Rodgers got it done. The one-two duo tonight for the Green Bay Phoenix. You know who the biggest winner in this game? The Youngstown State Penguins, who are now in sole possession of first in the Horizon. What that a loss true. for what a loss for Milwaukee, man. Oh. <laughs> That's a bad one. 
yeah that's why, that's why it's great to have the, the little dust-ups you know instant <laughs> you know what i mean um healthy. <laughs> right now unfortunately my lock of grambling kind of crumbling they were up by 13 at halftime they were up six just a minute ago but i see a minute 40 left and they're clinging to a one-point lead I'm about to lose this shit. Nathan Haynes saying Grambling starting to, to let it slip. Hopefully we can close out down the stretch and cover the number. Also, Mississippi Valley State getting crushed to, by Alcorn uh, State by tw- 20 right now uh, with 12 minutes left. Uh, Pine Bluff, who I ended up blocking up as well, and Jackson State are all knotted up with 12 minutes left as well. Uh, Florida A&M down 21 to Prairie View. And Southern, who I know me and Mac rolled with Southern. What's happening with the Jaguars? Because all of a We're sudden, beat down. Shit. they're down by 11 to Alabama State. Still 11.43 left in that game. But concerning, uh, I locked up Reggie Theus and Bethune-Cookman plus 8.5. They're down 5 with 11 minutes left. And then the big game, Texas and Kansas. Kansas currently clinging to a two-point lead, 16 minutes left. And we're all, I think, Nick, you locked this one up too? Yeah, I did. I was with you on both Grambling and Kansas. So, uh we need a, some strong second halves here. Yeah, and uh, and we still have Weber State, Northern Colorado in the big sky ahead of us. Uh, I guess we'll wait on the game balls a little bit here, but let's hop into Tuesday's action. But before we get there, I want to tell you that the college basketball experience on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is presented by WinBet. WinBet is now live in Arizona, Colorado, Indiana, Louisiana, Michigan, New Jersey, New York, Tennessee, and Virginia. From boosted same-game parlays to live in-game odds, win bet is what you need to win. Sign up today. Bet $100. Get $100 free bet at sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash win bet. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash W-Y-N-N-B-E-T. State restrictions apply. Offer something to change terms and conditions. Winbet.com. Must be 21 or older. President of State where WinBet is available. If you or somebody you know is a gambling problem, call 1-800-522-4700. All right. Game one is a heater. 330. Man, both these 330 games, both these 330 games here on the West, 630 on the East. The Scarlet Knights of Rutgers head into Bloomington. What a great time to catch them. What a great time to catch them. Rutgers is catching four at Assembly Hall. Last time they played, they won by 15 on December 3rd. I'm taking the Scarlet Knights to win outright at Indiana. What is that? Plus one fifty five. Let's go, mm-hmm. Mac. What are you doing here? Yeah, Rutgers won the first meeting back in December by fifteen. I like the matchup. I like the spot. Uh, I'll lock up the Scarlet Knights. I think if they lose this, it's a one possession uh, traditional Big Ten game. Let's go. Rutgers. It's just, it's just a great a great spot yeah. to catch them. Uh, yeah. Nick, what are you doing here? I mean, I get it. You, you're, it's let down city for Indiana, but don't forget. I mean, Rutgers just had a big win in the, in the Garden over Michigan State too. And you know that game in December that Rutgers won. It was actually the sixth straight win against Indiana, which is crazy. If you would have told me when Rutgers was entering the Big Ten that they'd have <laughs> six straight W's over the Hoosiers, I would have told you you're crazy. But I think perhaps maybe they can focus on this game because of that losing streak. You know, maybe that's how you bring the troops back and you know, don't let their heads get too big like Duke It's easy today. to see tide turn. So I disagree. I'm going to take the home team here. Indiana is very good at home. Uh, so I'm going to, yeah, what, lane three and a half? Come on, give me the Hoosiers. I'm seeing a flat four right now, but um, Moneyline Mac, he's locking up. My Scarlet team, baby. Yeah. Him. Let's go. 
Next up, we have Marquette heading into UConn. Moneyline Matt keeps trying to sprinkle fairy dust on me to say <laughs> UConn's a real contender. I'm not believing in Dan Hurley, but I might believe here. They're laying four. They're at home. At the XL Center. I will take UConn minus four. And I actually was thinking about locking this. I might lock this. <laughs> this might be a lock. This is a fringe lock for me. Keep an eye on the picks page. Nick, what are you doing here? I disagree with you again. I, I love it. We're starting off with some differences. Uh, dude, I think we got to look at the job Shock is doing here. So Marquette, first off, they're currently tied with uh, Xavier, first place in the Big East. And uh, they won this game at home by six back in early January. But look at Marquette's losses this year. They're 19-5. and five. They have a five-point loss at Purdue. Their worst loss is probably a three-point loss to Mississippi State in Fort Myers. But they got an OT loss to Wisconsin, a double OT loss at Providence, and a four-point loss at Xavier. That's all their losses. I mean, so, so yeah, they've only lost one game by more than four points. And that was at Purdue. I'm going Marquette here. You say UConn's hot. I mean, they won three out of four, but that's against Butler, Georgetown, and DePaul. Okay. Uh, so, I yeah. I didn't say that. Well, I said somebody, yeah. people out there, maybe, you know, seeing, okay. you know, they saw UConn take that little dip in early January, and maybe they think they're playing better now. But no, they just, you know, the uh, schedule lighted up here. I so. saw UConn against Georgetown, and I said, hey, Chicago State could beat these boys. Right. Well, <laughs> that's why I'm on Marquette. I just think they're the better team. I do think they're the better team, but I think, you know, this is a far trip. This is probably f- further than fucking St. Petersburg, Florida. Um, uh, I'm going to go UConn minus four. Which UConn stadium is it at? The XL Center. All right. Uh, Mac, what are you doing? Are you riding your boys, your UConn boys? You know, I I think UConn it was a good buy-low spot a couple weeks ago. I still think that they're going to go on a run, but... Nick made a good point with Marquette. They don't get blown out. I think this is a kind of a tough, tough game that comes down the wire, Big E style. So if I'm getting four, I'll probably lean to Marquette, but I think UConn wins a one possession game. We got Maxson 30 Let's minutes go. later. NC Nick's gone out of his way to go see this, this talented Western Michigan Bronco <laughs> team. And now they head to Oxford, Ohio, where believe it or not, Western Michigan, only a game behind uh, Miami, Ohio, uh, record-wise. Miami, Ohio is laying three and a half. This is at the Millet Hall in Oxford. (laughs) Mac, am I crazy for thinking about locking up Miami, Ohio, and Travis Lexington still here? (laughs) Uh, Yes, because (laughs) they have lost how many in a row? Seven? Uh, I I can't lock either side. Both teams. You know, Western Michigan's lost six in a row. That's I right. know it's combined 15 in a row between the two of them. I'm locking up the Red Hawks, baby. Wow. Situational handicapping 101. What's the situation? <laughs> Millet Hall is going to be rocking. All right. Both teams suck ass, but one's at home. Yep. That's enough for me. Uh, yeah. That Western Michigan. How about that? What are they? Oh, 11 away. Let's go. Yeah. Uh, NC Nick, what are you doing here? I'm on the same side as you. I think, I mean, it is two shitty teams. I'm going to leave Miami of Ohio, but the way both teams are playing right now, I am not going to put my hard-earned money on either. <laughs> yeah. Right, we, we, I'm, I, I'm definitely not putting my money on this one. I'll go uh, 
I'll go Western Michigan, the Broncos, one possession game here as well. <laughs> <laughs> hey, well, we got which action game are you gonna choose? You gonna choose that one? Or are you gonna choose the, the one at the same time tipping off? Toledo heads into Akron to take Ooh. on the Zips. This game is absolutely fantastic. Uh, fantastic. James A. Rhodes Arena. Akron won by eight the last time they played, but that was last March. This is the first meeting of the season. Toledo's been flying under that radar. I feel like everyone's talking Kent State. Everyone's talking Akron. No one is talking about the Rockets. And I think that's the way they like it. They're getting two and a half at Akron. Remember, Akron's coming off that Kent State win, too. Sneaky, sneaky spot here. However, I am going to lay the two and a half with the Zips at home. This will be a close game, but I think the Zips pull away late. Nick, what are you doing here? I agree. Uh, both teams are red hot. It's the opposite of that first Mac game uh, that you mentioned. And uh, I just love the job that John Grochi is doing with Akron and they're at home. And I think the, the fans will come out here. It's a small line. So I'm going to take the zips, zip it up, zip it out and lock it up. Woo, the Akron. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> NC Nick locking up the zips. Xavier Castaneda, a baller riding with them. Moneyline Mac, what are you doing here? You know, it's not the best spot for Akron because they're coming off the Kent State win. They got the rival Ohio U where Gross started his career, obviously, in the rivalry game. But I think they're a level above Toledo. Toledo's not very good defensively. I'll lock up the zips at home. Let's go. (laughs) Let's do it. Let's do it, Mac. Moneyline Mac, a little little NC Nick Moneyline Mac. You know, Tango in – in Akron, Ohio. Let's go. It does stuff. Play the two and a half. <laughs> you guys are locking the wrong Mac game. You're locking the wrong <laughs> Mac game. Uh, Cincinnati is heading to New Orleans. Oh, boy. It's a fun one here. We got Ron Hunter. Wes Miller. The way it's supposed to be. I mean, I never really feel like these two are in the same conference, but this game happens and I go, oh, this game's happening. Uh, this is at the Devlin Fieldhouse. Cincinnati won by 11 on uh, December 29th. Revenge is on the mind. I'm taking Tulane minus one and a half. Nick? I disagree. I'm going to go the road team. Go Bearcats here. I mean, Tulane has three out of the last four games have gone to overtime. So they're really playing with fire. And they've won two of those at Memphis, at Wichita. And, you, yeah, I mean, yeah, that, that game at Memphis is huge. So they got to bounce back from that. I'm going to ride Cincinnati. Don't love it, though. Mac went back and forth on this one too. You're right. This doesn't feel like a league game. It feels like a preseason conference tournament game. Um, I'm going to go, I'm going to go with the home team here uh, Tulane. although they do have ECU on deck. So that is a look at, right? (laughs) Any chance to play the song, right? (laughs) They're not even on the slate and they got in here. (laughs) Um. Yeah, I'm. I'm on the green wave there. Okay, we got a big one going on. Tobacco Road here. I think this still counts. I know Wake Forest is like technically not that close anymore, but uh, Wake Forest at Lawrence Joel Veterans Memorial Coliseum. Carolina won by nine in Chapel Hill on January fourth, but now they got ahead on the road. And Carolina's been a little questionable on the road. Two and five on the road. One of those wins should have an asterisk next to it because some of those calls against Syracuse. Um. Meanwhile, Wake Forest ten and two at home. Steve Forbes catching strays from uh from Jim Beheim for no fucking reason. Uh, 
Wake Forest is getting one and a half, I'm seeing, at home. I'm taking Wake Forest. I'm taking Wake Forest. I can't take it's this is the same process as the Duke game. And I, I except Duke Duke won, I guess you could say the letdown, but I don't trust either of these teams on the road. Wake Forest, the but this is a huge game. Both these teams on the bubble. Yep. Give me a Wake Forest plus one and a half. Home dog. Let's go. Nick. Well, first off, Winston-Salem is definitely tobacco road. I mean, the tobacco companies are the people that bought or they, they convinced Wake Forest University, which was located in Wake Forest, North Carolina, to move their campus to Winston-Salem, North Carolina. Sold their souls to the devil. So it's definitely tobacco road here. I actually like UNC in a bounce back spot here. Yes, I mean, they're two and five straight up on the road. Only one five and one ATS. But I don't think Wake is that good. I mean, they had lost four straight until they beat Notre Dame, who's even worse. So I like UNC with the bounce back spot here, and I'm going to lock up the Tar Heels, actually. (laughs) ACC Nick! Firing away. A little sympathy play for his Tar Heels after beating them. What's that line now? I've seen that line float around from each team being favored by about a point or so. What is it now? Carolina minus one and a half. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Mac, what are you doing here? You gotta think that Carolina's gonna start playing better eventually, but I just I'm not I don't think this Carolina team's that good. I'm on wake. I, I think I'll take the home team here. They beat Carolina by twenty plus last year. Yeah, and I'll wins by six against Alabama A and M. Oh, we stole that one. Let's go, baby. Let's go. That is oh another Dundee special. Um all right, we'll get back to doing the game. We'll do the game balls in a, in a minute here. Uh, huge game going on in the A-10. Dayton heading down to VCU. VCU is laying three. Remember, VCU went up to Dayton. Got the dub. What no one was was expecting it. This one's on CBS Sports Network. Mac, will you be here? I will be at that game. I got my tickets. I'm ready nice. to rock and roll. Ram it. There we go. VCU one by one on January 13th. I think... They're going to complete the sweep. I'm laying the three with VCU. I do think they're the best team in the A-10. Nick, what are you doing here? Completely agree. I saw this line actually opened up at at minus one and a half a couple hours ago. So I I wish I could have got in that early. But uh, VCU actually lost their last home game. That was the uh, three-point loss to to Bonaventure. They ain't losing two home games in a row. I like VCU big time here, and uh, I will lock up them as well. Oh, yeah. All right, should we do a triple lock here, Max? Let, oh it. yeah, ram it, man! They're gonna they're gonna put it on them. This place is gonna be absolutely lit. Triple lock for V C U. And you know who they are, all right? You know who they are, and, and you're, the opportunity that you have to play this song while you just spread that cash out all over your bed or your computer screen. Um, here we go. All right, next up, we got Auburn heading all the way to Texas to College Station. Auburn coming off a game where they scored 43 points, but almost won. <laughs> Pretty fascinating. Um, the Tigers are catching three at Texas A&M. A&M, this is Reed Arena. A&M is a, uh, a road, you know, or I'm sorry, not a road team, a bubble team. I'll start things off here. Give me the buzzsaw, minus three, in College Station. Lock it 
Oh, they're going to get it done. Auburn's been ass on the road this year. Sitting there, I mean, I guess four and four, but it, some of those are, come on, some of those are, are nonsense games. Uh, meanwhile, A&M 11 and one at home. I think that one loss was to Wofford, which is a little concerning, but I think uh, they've been playing much better ball of late. They've eight and two in their last 10. They get it done. Nick, what are you doing here? I completely agree. I mean, first off, I guess Auburn should feel cheated because Wendell Green got fouled on that last second three-point attempt. I mean, yeah. for them to miss that call is, is ridiculous. That, but either way. That's why I was in Knoxville. Yeah, yeah. Either way, though, Auburn on the road is not good. So I think this – yeah, if I was sitting the line here, it would be like minus five, minus six, something like that. So at three, I'll, I will jump on A&M with you, and I'll lock it with you. Oh, there we go. Mac, do we have a potential – do we have potential for a a, a uh, unanimous lock here? We have our second triple lock because AM has Auburn's number right now. They beat him in the SEC tournament last year, beat him at Auburn. Now they're going to beat him in College Station. Go, Aggies. Let's fucking go. You just don't walk into the buzzsaw, says Keith Landry. That's, that's my buzzsaw. Uh... Not, well, not quite as good as Sean Green's buzzsaw, yeah, but, Green's, you know, you're working Green's on it. Heat, man. Green's is heat. Uh, <laughs> Bowling Green heading into Kent State. Kent State's laying 14, coming off a loss. I hate giving up this many points, but Bowling Green been a true pain in my ass this year. I'm going to lay the 14 with Kent State. Nick, what are you doing here? I agree. I mean, in the Mac, you don't like to lay that many points, but but Bowling Green has shown that they are capable of losing by this much. And Kent State at home coming off the loss. I think that's the side you have to go. Rob Donaldson saying Bowling Green money line. Okay. Mac, what are you doing? What are you doing here? I can't get behind Bowling Green money line. I'm not a I'm not a fan of Bowling Green. I think this is a good spot for Kent State to bounce back. Last time they lost, they got a good win over Buffalo. Uh the the only time they have lost two in a row is against at Charleston and at Houston. They're not playing Houston, they're playing Bowling Green. So I'll uh, take Kent State here. Ball State. Oh, one of the one of the underrated good stories of college basketball this year. Sixteen and seven, still alive to win the MAC championship, uh, or or you know get the one seed essentially. Uh, Ball State, they, you might might have took overtime and a one point win just to take down Imani Bates in, in Eastern Michigan, but a win is a win is a win. They're laying seven on the road at the McGurk. Uh, look, I don't know if you guys saw that video of the McGurk where I know they were honoring Dan Marley. But and they were taking on Western arrival, but holy shit, that place was packed. It was bananas. Will this one be packed, knowing that a top tier MAC team is coming into the McGurk trying to get a dub? I will take the seven in CMU. Nick, I feel like I'm on too many favorites here, but Ball State is clearly the better team. And and that game you mentioned uh, against Western, where they won by one. Well, the the game before that was also a home game against Bowling Green, and they lost by 22. I'm gonna lay the points with Ball State. Ooh, money line, Mac. What are you doing here? Yeah, I'm laying the points as well. I I don't think it'll be lit there at all. That was a Michigan rivalry. They don't care about Ball State. I think Ball State having a solid year. I think that this is a good spot for them. Mm. Nathan Haynes saying CMU money line play. Hey. I wouldn't be surprised by any outcome in this game, really. Yeah. <laughs> uh, let's stay in the Mac. Amani Bates and Eastern. I hate Eastern. this team. Are <laughs> <laughs> traveling to Buffalo. God damn it! Hey, I've hit two in a row in Eastern Michigan. Hit two in a row. They're catching eight at Buffalo. 
eight points in EMU. I'm thinking about locking it, but oh, yeah. Nick, what are you doing here? I agree. I'm gonna yeah. Um, Eastern Michigan's covered in four straight games. They were the dog in all four of those games. I think it's too many points. This is not the same Buffalo squad we've seen the last couple of years. I think that this is this is a ball game too. This is a anybody's game pretty much. Give me the points. Should we lock it? <laughs> this one hurts. I want to come back to this because I want to lock at least one dog. And so far, I'm on four, you know, short favorites. So potentially. Mac, you can talk me into locking it. What are you doing here? I'm I'm locking it. I mean, you look at their last two losses at Toledo, at Ball State, been right there to win the game. They're a different team these last five games. Buffalo also has not been the same team like NC Nick says. I think this is a four, five, six-point game. EMU, hold my nose, lock it up. <laughs> I think this is the one we play the money line. Yes. This is the one we play the money line. Eastern Michigan, let's lock it up. All right, you talked me into it. Here you go. There we go. Triple lock. Money Bates, they got no answer for. Who cares what the rest of the team's ass? Let's go. Next up. Oh, I'll keep the locks flying because the disrespect. Chicago State heads into where the fuck is Delaware State? Dover, Dover, Dover. Delaware. Uh, the Memorial Hall gym. Hi, we're I'm in Delaware. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, Delaware, uh, Delaware State. Don't look now, Delaware State. You know these, they were. These two teams are hot. Delaware State was one in seventeen, or I'm sorry, one in sixteen. They're now four and seventeen. Impressive for the Hornets, but. Don't disrespect Chicago State. They've won three in a row. They got the heart of a champion. This is Memorial Hall Gym. They're no stranger to it, although they probably are. Give me Chicago State minus three and a half. Lock it up. They're better. They're the better team. They're going to beat their ass. I'm calling for a double-digit win by Chicago State. Nick? Uh, did you say Nick? Yep. Uh, sorry, I couldn't hear for the music. Uh I'm like, yeah, I'm on Chicago State. I'm not gonna lock it up. Now they are 15 and 8 ATS, and they're actually 2 and 0 ATS as a favorite. So, so make it 3 and 0. But I don't know if I'm gonna bet on it. Oh, you disappoint us here on the college basketball experience. Moneyline, <laughs> Mac, what are you doing here? You know where I'm going. I think Chicago State could win at the fog right now with the way they're playing. They're gonna kill Delaware State. <laughs> lock it up, baby. The Cougars. There'll be 10 people at that game. That's perfect. Oh, yeah, home game for Chicago State. <laughs> Old Miss heads into Athens, Georgia. Georgia's laying one and a half. I'll be honest. You could talk me into luck in this one, too. I've been fading Ole Miss. I, that might be the team that I've made the most money on this year. It's fading Ole Miss. Um, I, you can talk me into locking this. Nick, what are you doing here? No, nah, I'm not touching this as far as locking it. I mean, at one thought at one point we thought Georgia might be a bubble team, and they're they're what they've lost five out of six. Uh Ole Miss just won an eleven straight up over the last twelve. This is the the, the, the shit fest in the SEC. I'll take Georgia, I'll lay the what did you say, a point and a half or so. Yeah, point but and a half. I, I'm not betting this, man. Mac, I'm not touching this game either. I th- I actually kind of like Ole Miss. I think they're due. It's uh they they almost beat Vanderbilt. They backdoored that the other day. I think Georgia is going in the complete wrong direction. Two bad teams. I'll take the points. 
Bulldogs get it done. Louisville's heading to Pitt. Wouldn't it be on brand for Pitt? They're right there. They're in, they're, they're just about to capture perhaps a regular season ACC championship, the first of Jeff Capel's career, perhaps. But wouldn't it be on brand if the Louisville Cardinals went into Pittsburgh and not only cover the 16 and a half, but they won outright? I'm not taking it, but I will take the 16 and a half because I could see this being a two possession game. Nick, what do you do? Should we lock this? <laughs> How many shitty teams do you want to lock up? All right. All, of them. <laughs> on, all the shitty teams are on fire right now. Uh, Nick, Louisville is playing a little bit better. And I agree. I think it is too many points, even if Pitt just won by 21 a couple weeks ago at Louisville. But it's, it is a second game within like two or three weeks. I, I don't think Pitt gets up for this game. And, you know, they're, they're right there with a, a game, game and a half out of first in the ACC. They, they win this game. But I think Louisville can cover because I don't see Pitt really getting geeked to play the Cardinals right here. So give me the points. Mac, do I even need to say, uh, do, I, <laughs> do I need to ask you if if Pitt's going to eat shit or what? Oh, yeah. This is going to be a good one. Pitt is coming off the North Carolina win a week ago. They've been told how good they are for a whole week, and they, they beat Miami right before that. Take Louisville. Lock it up and sprinkle some on the plus uh, 1100 money line. Uh, this is an eat shit pitch special. Uh, money line, Max said, ride. Ride with the Louisville Cardinals, all right? Crime pays still from hiring prostitutes for their uh, for their recruiting process, which every, every college in America should take a page from. Um, uh, next up, East Tennessee State heads into UNC Greensboro. Bit surprised to see Greensboro as a 10-point favorite, considering ETSU won the last time they played. But it is on uh, it is at the Greensboro Coliseum. ESPNU covering this one. UNC Greensboro's eight and two in their last ten, though. And meanwhile, ETSU three and seven. Is that the logic in the handicap? I still am taking ETSU. Ten is too much for me. Nick? I disagree. UNCG is hot. Head coach Mike Jones is starting to get some real traction in the triad. Jones! <laughs> That's right. <laughs> no, I mean, dude, the, it's straight up eight and two in the last 10. They just had two 20 point road wins and they're coming home. They're hot. They're going to steamroll ETSU. Mac, you've been riding Greensboro. Yeah, I, can only I love Greensboro. To continue to ride Greensboro here. Yeah, I, but I could see a little bit of a letdown where it comes. They only win by like 10 or 12. So I'll, I'll, ta- I'll lay the points, but I'm not locking it this time. They've been beating up on the shitty team, so. NC Nick, why aren't you hitting a uh, Greensboro game? You're going to fucking check out the Campbell Camels, but you can't go check out Sparty? <laughs> I only go see bad teams. <laughs> I love watching live bad basketball. <laughs> yeah, you're like, whoa, 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 this is a little too much for me. All right. This is a little too much for me. They're winning. They're on a win streak. Uh, Drake is at Murray State. This game is fantastic in the Missouri Valley. Everyone's going to be talking about these other matchups. Meanwhile, this is a, this is a big game. I know you look and see Murray State's in sixth place in the Missouri Valley. How could this be a big game? Oh, they're only like a game and a half out of first because the Missouri Valley is batshit crazy this year. Uh, Murray State's a home dog catching three and a half. Drake won by 18 on January 7th, but that was at Drake. Give me Murray State plus the points. I know, I know uh, the chat's saying Murray State stinks. I'm taking them plus the points here. Nick? Well, yeah. How do you bounce back from a uh, 43-point loss? I guess that's the question. But if you look at Drake, this will be their third game in six days. 
and the last two of them went to double overtime. They happened to win both. So maybe they're a little gassed here. Give me the home dog. Mac? I love Murray here. They've won five in a row at home. I'm going to lock up the racers. Back oh, at home. Let's go. Money line. They're going to win this game. Fire this away. The racers. I need to play the fucking days of thunder. Oh, yeah. There we go. Money line, Mac. Lock it up the racers. Home dog. Plus three and a half. That payout on the money line. Plus 140. Go. Oh, money line, Mac, to the finish line. All right. Next up, we go back. To some classic action. Ohio travels to DeKalb. I have so many people give me shit about how the way I say DeKalb. Well, I don't, I still don't even know the correct fucking way of saying this. DeKalb, DeKalb, DeKalb. The audacity of those people. Look, <laughs> look, I love it. I want to go there for a football game, but let's be honest, your town's not really relevant. All right. So let's just be happy. I'm, I'm saying something, something in the vicinity. Um, Ohio's laying three and a half. NIU is hot, right? NUI. NIU. NIU is hot right now. UNI, NIU. They're hot. I've been riding them, and that's why I'm taking them on the money line to take down the Ohio Bobcats. This is one of those shitty teams I'm talking about, NC Nick. You got we got a lot of these, whether it was Chicago State, whether it was uh, IUPUI or now Green Bay, Northern Illinois. I'm telling you, they've it's easy to see a tide turn plus 140 on the money line. Give me NIU. Mac, what are you doing here? I went back and forth. I'm going to lay the points with the Bobcats. I, I think they're a little bit above NIU. I think NIU's due for a little regression here. It was a good story, 6-4, and four, but I think the Bobcats get it done here. Nathan Haynes, Ohio's 3-7 and a seven ATS against the Mac. I thought he was talking about versus me. I was like, damn, that means I'm 7-3 against him. Let's <laughs> see, <laughs> Nick. What are you doing here? I'm on your side, Dundee. I think this is a pretty good spot for a home dog, so give me the Huskies. Let's go. He's just searching for dogs out there. All right. Rough, rough. And see, Nick is just uh, <laughs> St. John's is heading into Hankel Fieldhouse, one of the greatest places to catch a basketball game. St. John's, Mike Anderson. Maybe you put the house up on the market. Just see. Um, It's probably renting. It's New York City. Um, uh, Butler's laying one and a half at Hankel. Butler almost, almost beat Marquette the other night. Chuck Harris, game time decision, though, something to monitor. He didn't play the other night, but hey, I think Butler found something. I'm laying the one and a half. Is this a Courtney Love game? I could be talked into a lock here. No? Okay. Nick, what are you doing? Yeah, I mean, St. John's won 77-61 on January 10th, but uh, Hinkle is different, and... I don't, yeah, I'm going to go Butler here, but I don't like this game at all. No strong lean here, but uh, give me the home team. Mac! It's another nasty one. I'm locking up Butler. I don't think they've quit on Thad Mod. I think uh, St. John's has quit on Mike Anderson. Go Hinkle. Hinkle magic. That's all I needed. A little push off the edge. I'm in. Give me the Butler Bulldogs. Minus one and a half. Let's go. Noah Phoenix says NC Nick's visiting the local animal shelter looking for dogs. <laughs> maybe, maybe, maybe he's got one here because the 
Falcons of Air Force are laying one and a half against the Colorado State Rams in Colorado Springs. The altitude is not going to be a factor here. I know. <laughs> I'm on Colorado State to get it done against Air Force. Nick? I agree. Both teams have uh, lost five straight entering this matchup, so kind of another shit fest here. But, uh, and, and the first game uh, went into overtime where Air Force won back on January 10th. I think Colorado State wins a close one this time, evens it up. Mac? Yeah, I'm on the Rams as well. Um, I think I think th- they're the better team, and both teams desperate need a win. So I'll ride with the other Rams. So I got I got a couple Rams here tonight. Next up, we got the NC State Wolfpack. Those filthy whores are heading <laughs> into <laughs> they're heading into Charlottesville. Taking on Virginia. The Wahoos are laying seven and a half. They just come off a loss. You know, I hate taking points against Virginia. I'm sorry. I hate laying points against Virginia, but I'm it's NC State. They're a bunch of pussies. Give me <laughs> Virginia minus seven and a half. I will ride with the tiki torches on this this occasion. Nick, you're closer to Raleigh. You're in Raleigh. Well, I think you have to give uh, you know Keats and NC State a lot of credit this year because I thought they were going to be pretty shitty, and I thought Keats was going to be fired potentially at this point in the season. But that backcourt of Terquavian Smith, Jarkel Joyner, and Casey Morsel, dude, when they're on, they are dangerous. And then they got uh, the Winthop transfer, DJ Burns, the big 280-pounder oh, down low. That guy's he's awesome, great. man. He's great, yeah. Yeah. Now I, I do. I'm worried about this matchup because I think NC State thrives in kind of wide open, up and down, helter skelter games, and this is not going to be it. But I think it's too many points. I'm going to go NC State. Got UVA wins. State covers. Got a helter skelter reference. <laughs> uh, what are you doing? You know, uh, it's funny. Me and the, me and the wife been watching a lot of uh, murder documentaries. You know, helter skelter was playing with the Charles Manson shit. <laughs> But, you know, I gained a lot of respect for uh, Ted Bundy. <laughs> Wait, Bundy was Bundy, Bundy. Bundy was the Seattle guy, right? I think no. so. No, he no, was no, the no. In the Bundy Midwest. was Milwaukee. Yeah. Who was right? Seattle? Who was the one from Seattle that went to Utah? Oh, fuck. I'm fucking this up. I'm fucking this all up. <laughs> who's, who's the other ki- killer besides Ted Bundy? The big one son that was Tallahassee. Son, son of Sam was in New York. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you guys are killing me here. Green River yeah, we're killing be a YouTube jail, hey. jail again. <laughs> if you're not talking college basketball, college football, or alcohol, I got nothing for you. Oh, no, no, not Dahmer. It is Ted Bundy. Ted Bundy, the Green River killer, right? Dahmer. Well, no, Dahmer was Milwaukee. Dahmer was Milwaukee. Yeah, yeah. Dahmer was Milwaukee. Dahmer is Ohio State trash, but uh, <laughs> Ted Bundy. Look, I kind of me and Ted Bundy see see eye to eye on a couple things because here's here's what was wild. And this is the effect of how great sports gambling is, is Ted Bundy had escaped. I believe it was Aspen, Colorado's jail twice. But the second one, I mean, he's already murdered a shit ton of people and he dips out. Right. He's he's wanted all over the United States. Right. And he's like zigging and zagging and catching trains and stuff. But. He goes to an Ann Arbor bar because his Washington Huskies are playing the Michigan Wolverines in the Rose Bowl 
and he oh. owes a buddy money if they lose. So he goes <laughs> to support while he's a wanted man. One over my heart. All right. One over my he might have killed some people, but the guy, you know, he was he was all mixed up. Um shout out to sports gambling. See? Uh next well, up. Me and Al Bundy tend to agree on a lot of stuff. Not sure about Ted Bundy. Yeah. Hey, <laughs> Hey, uh, leave it to NC State for you to go on a Ted Bundy and Dahmer rant. So yeah. it, 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 this was my whole thing. Like, I, I'm going to take Virginia. And, and NC, Nick, you missed the bracketology show that uh, no Phoenix bracket. It yeah. was West Virginia versus NC State in the 6-11 matchup. And you would have thought it was a 1-16. versus 16. He goes, oh, West Virginia easily. Yeah. <laughs> like he, oh, it, I don't he, know. He hates, he hates NC State so much that he'll I don't go down a Ted that. Bundy rant. <laughs> Keith Landry said, Ted Bundy, not a bad guy after all. That's what I'm saying. All right? Shout out to Bundy. Dude, that part of the documentary, I don't even know why they put that in the documentary. See, he stopped at a bar in Ann Arbor to bet his friend on the Michigan, on the Michigan Washington Rose Bowl. And I'm like, oh, all right. I like this guy. He's one of my, 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 everyone in the country, and he's stopping to watch football. Damn it. We lost a, we lost a soldier. Uh, next up, Rhode Island is at St. Louis. The Billikens, the fictional team. Uh, I mean, St. Louis get right spot put, perhaps. But uh, they're laying 11 and a half. That's a big number against an Archie Miller team that seems to be playing better. Seems to be playing better. This was a six-point game a year ago. Give me the Rams plus the 11 and a half. Nick? I disagree, but I don't love it. I, you know, I don't like to, to go over 10 with St. Louis. But uh, you're right, Rhode Island is chippy at home, not so much on the road, 0-7 straight up this year. I think St. Louis gets it done and can cover this barely. Mac? Yeah, I don't feel I don't feel great about it either, but I'll take another Rams here. So I'm on all the Rams tonight, so ram it again. <laughs> hey, ram it. Do you know how to ram it? Ram it, ram it. Maryland is traveling to East Lansing where Michigan State is laying three points. Michigan State has lost a couple in a row, and that is why your boy picked motherfucking Dundee is locking up Sparty. Minus three. Shout out to uh, Heath Dodson says $1,700 Saturday off of 40. There we go. podcast, fellas. Keep blessing YouTube. Well, we'll try. Ball's in their court. Uh, NC Nick, what are you doing here? We're talking about great coaching jobs. I think you have to mention Willard with Maryland. They have four straight double-digit Big Ten Ws, which is pretty wild. Uh, But I do think Michigan State is probably the more desperate team, and they're at home. Let's go, Sparty. There we go. Moneyline Mac, what are you doing here? Yeah, no, I agree with NC Nick in terms of Maryland – doing a great job, won four in a row, playing great basketball. But Sparty's as desperate as they come. They've lost two in a row, don't want to make it three in a row. Last two times they've lost two in a row, uh, Notre Dame and Northwestern, they drill Penn State. They lost to Purdue and Rutgers uh, here. And then right before that, Illinois and Purdue, they drilled Rutgers. This, this is Sparty all day. Lock it up. This is I'm triple with you. Lock- Let's do it. Triple lock it up. Let's fucking go. There we go. Sparty minus three. NC Nick, your wife's from Michigan State. You lock it up because she just walked in or something? <laughs> I'll try to get some tonight. <laughs> oh, man. Shout out to Sparty. 
Uh, next up, TCU, K-State game of the night. You know, I actually was more impressed with TCU in their loss than their win against what, what West Virginia the game before. TCU, without Mike Miles, came back. They were down like 20. Came back and almost won the game outright. I think they even came back and took the lead. They didn't win it. But I, I came away more impressed with that comeback. I didn't think they were capable of that without Mike Miles. And uh, they uh, they lost. They, they had a couple guys out that game, I feel like, um, in, in the OK State game. Lampkin and Miles, I think, were out. Um, now they hit the road to Manhattan. The Little Apple take on Keontae Johnson. And Kansas State, who just came off a loss. K-State's laying four and a half. I'm on K-State minus four and a half, but does this smell a little bit to you, Nick? I'd say it opened up around three or so. And no, I mean, I don't know. I mean, TCU and Kansas State, they're right there. All I mean, they, the injury, yes, but I like Kansas State here. I think the fact that they lost two in a row, three out of four, once again, talking about desperate teams in need of a W at home, and especially with the injuries on TCU. I like K-State here. I'll lock it up. I'll lock it up, too. Mac, you want to lock it up as well? Yes, I, although I was a little hesitant at first just because TCU is coming off a loss as well. But K-State's lost two in a row. Revenge angle as well. K-State gets it done here. Let's go. Let's go. That's uh, can we talk about Minnesota, Illinois being canceled because COVID? What the fuck am I missing? What are we doing? I, hate I, I I don't think Minnesota wanted a beat down. That's what I think it is really. I don't think they wanted to lose by 30. The Big Ten is the only conference that does this. Not even the Ivy League. They didn't even fucking play a season. Didn't right. their commissioner that was all gung-ho about the COVID regulations leave? Come on now. That's what I'm saying. Get him out of What is going on? COVID? What? What? They're the only conference still canceling these games. Fucking Big Ten. Fuck the Big Ten. Michael uh, Jordan had a flu game. Come on. Yeah. yeah. And the he Pac-12 Pac isn't even doing this shit. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. Are you kidding me? You're not doing that in Palo Alto or Berkeley? Get yeah, out of here. Oh, you only have seven? You're playing fucking Minnesota. Who cares? All right. Hold on. I thought it was COVID on Minnesota. Actually, side. yeah, it was. Yeah, it was. What is he doing? Come on, this is ridiculous. You know, you know, Cal Berkeley's out there going, man. We need a COVID game or two. Get the season over with. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah, I mean, if George, anyone, they Georgetown. The <laughs> Shit, says like, get this shit over with. I mean, don't. This is. I'm. I'm being like. I'm. I'm not. I know we're being funny, but I'm like, why is the Big Ten the only conference canceling these fucking games? Yeah, it's a joke. Bunch of bunch of pussies. Um, next up, South Carolina goes into Missouri. Missouri's laying, what is it, 15 and a half? Jeez. Give me South Carolina. You know, I've had success with some of those big numbers they had. They almost knocked off. Ken Wait, they did knock off Kentucky, right? Yeah, LSU, they, they did. Knocked off. Yep. They almost knocked off Arkansas. I'll take the 15 and a half in the Gamecocks on the road. Nick? Yeah, I guess so. I kind of went back and forth on this one. Uh, maybe maybe a couple too many points. I think Missouri probably still wins by double digits, but maybe 10 or 12. Give me the points. Mac? Yeah, I will take uh, South Carolina, but don't love it. Uh, they're, they're struggling. Arkansas. This is a two teams. According to our bracket, bracketology, Noah Beenix says both these teams – in the first, I think, uh, four out. 
Arkansas and Kentucky. Kentucky's laying five at Rupp. I am all over. And I've had great success locking up the Kentucky Wildcats lately. Do I smell a Wildcat parlay? Because I am locking up Kentucky. Kentucky K-State parlay. Let's go. Nick, what are you doing here? I'm going to go Arkansas, actually. Maybe this is just a hunch here. but So this will be the first of two matchups this year. Musselman's actually won the last two over Calipari. So he's two and one, uh, you know, versus Kentucky while he's been the head man there in Fayetteville. I think this is a ball game here. And if Arkansas doesn't win, they'll cover. But uh, give me the points. Mac? I'm on Kentucky, uh, although I am a little, a little hesitant here to lock it just because Arkansas can't keep it close. But Arkansas has been so bad on the road. They just won their first road game at South Carolina. And that was barely. Lock, <laughs> and they barely beat South Carolina. Like, yeah, like you said, I'll lock up the Cats. I've been riding them as well. Shout out to uh, Benedict Dantold who says, you know, I love the picks, but uh, I'm here for the random ass songs. Well, there we go. <laughs> gotcha. Okay, you came to the right <laughs> place. Got you covered right? there. What other podcast is going to have that? <laughs> you listen to 101.3 with Pick Dundee. <laughs> on the wheels of steel. <laughs> yeah. Get a little, little lonely on this uh, Monday night. That's why we're going to listen to this one. San Jose State is heading into Fresno, California. This is a bring your meth classic at the Save Mart Center. Uh, San Jose State, been a darling of mine this year. Tim Miles doing great things. Fresno State is like the best 8-14 and 14 team in the country. I mean, I really believe that. They just they swept UNLV. They were the first team to beat UNLV, if memory serves me correct. Um, this Or no, maybe that was New Mexico. They beat New Mexico. Uh, I think this team is much better than their record. They have a lot of, a lot of close losses to some decent teams. Um, but right now, I am seeing this line. It's Fresno minus two. Is this, this is the Courtney Love game of the night, right? <laughs> Fresno, put it on them, baby. This is a rivalry, too. Uh, I feel like San Jose State's the better team. Give me Sparty plus the two on the road, but it does stink a little bit. Nick? I do think they are the better team. They won uh, by 10 on January 10th at home, and I think they can go into Fresno and uh, finish the season sweep. Give me Sp- the Spartans. Mac, you go, you're going with Fresno. I'm going Bulldogs. Let's go. There you go. Final game of the night, and it's a gigantic one in the Mountain West as the Wolfpack of Nevada, Steve Alford, returns to the scene of the crime. Remember, he used to coach for the Lobos. He goes back to the pit where everybody gets laid. New Mexico's laying three, I'm seeing right now. A flat three. They're at 14-1 and one at the pit this year. I'm all over New Mexico here, and I will lock this one up. Uh, welcome to the land down under with the Lobos. 
Nick? I'm straight there with you, man. I mean, Nevada won this game at home in double overtime. But for this matchup, New Mexico is really good at home. Nevada, not very good on the road. Losers of their last three away from Reno. And, yeah, there you go. That's that's exactly why the Lobos are going to win and cover and take care of business. I'll lock it up with you. There we go. Moneyline Mac. Uh... I do see this line creeping up, though, like Rob mentions in the chat. It might be up to four and a half right now. Starting to get to that point where I don't feel quite as comfortable. Uh-oh, do, do we lose Mac? I guess, you know, that Richmond, Virginia internet. I don't know what's happening there. A little dust up in uh, in Virginia. But uh, we did over look- five. I'm not taking this though. You, yeah, I'll still take it at five, but over yeah. five, yeah, over five. I think five and a half is probably where I stop. Mac, what are you doing in this uh, New Mexico Nevada game at the pit? Yeah, uh, I'm on Nevada uh, taking the points. Uh, yeah, Wi Fi just got blown out, so quick adjustment. Uh, made, made adjustments here, going to the hot spot. Uh, next man up, let's go. Well, <laughs> quick, I mean, quick fix, man. J- Jalen House is going to be going to the hot spot tomorrow night, and I'm not talking about with the, with the, with the girls of uh, New Mexico. Uh, he's gonna he's gonna have a huge game. Jamal Mashburn Jr. too, as well. I'm all over the Lobos, right? You locking Great. this, Mac? Uh, no, I'm not locking this. Okay, okay, all right. Well, let's go through our locks here. Um, I am locking up Kentucky minus five. I'm locking up Kansas State minus four and a half. I'm locking up Michigan State minus three. I am locking up Butler minus one and a half. Damn it, I need some dogs. Um, I am locking up damn Chicago State minus three and a half. Eastern Michigan plus eight and a half. There we go. Uh, that's one lock. And then uh, A&M minus three. Also going to lock up Miami, Ohio minus three and a half. So all favorites and one dog. Hi, how are you? Uh, NC Nick. What are yeah, you doing unfortunately, here? I'm about the same. I got a lot of locks here. It's almost like a Saturday, but almost all of them are favored. So, all right. UNC minus one and a half. What is this? Arkansas minus two and a half. What? No, no. What the? Oh, sorry. That's Akron. That's Akron. Sorry. I can't, I can't read my, I can't read my own handwriting here. All right. Let's start over. UNC minus one and a half. Akron minus two and a half. VCU minus three. Texas A&M minus three, Eastern Michigan plus eight, my one dog, Michigan State minus three and a half, New Mexico minus three and a half, and Kansas State minus four and a half. Wow. Matt? I'll come join you on the Lobos. You know, I, I got I got a little hot spot. Here we go. Lobos. Lobos. Triple lock, folks. What's your other locks, buddy? Uh, leading it off, I got Rutgers uh, going to Indiana, get, getting the points there. I think that's a one-possession game. I'm laying the points with the Zips against Toledo in the Maction. VCU ram it. Siegel Center be rocking. I'll lay the points in a game I'm going to. The Aggies, the buzzsaw, gets it done once again over Auburn, laying the points. Eastern Michigan plus eight, sprinkle some on the money line at Buffalo. Chicago State's the best team in the country. Lay the points at Delaware State. Louisville. Plus 16 and a half. Sprinkle some on that <laughs> money line. Eat shit pit. Murray at home as well. Bounce back against Drake. Uh, take the points. Sprinkle some on the money line. I think the Bulldogs and Butler get it done. Laying one and a half against the Johnnies. Take it Sparty and East Lansing over the Maryland Terrapins. K-State bounce back. They're not going to lose three in a row. Lay the points against TCU. 
Wildcats in Kentucky, Big Blue Nation, lay the points against Arkansas at Rupp. Now I'm on the Lobos with you, and A, 50-to-1 parlay, EMU and Louisville. Let's wow. go. Eat shit wow. parlay right there, baby. Wow, there you go. Uh, look, we've had some other games go final. Florida A&M lost to Prairie View by 30. We locked up Southern minus six against Alabama State. They lost by seven, so we ate shit there. But Reggie Theus and Bethune-Cookman continue to be a cash cow. They cover the, the, the eight and a half as they only lose by seven to Texas Southern. Shout out to them. And then uh, Arkansas Pine Bluff, who NC Nick just loves to hate. Uh, currently in overtime as a, as a decent dog against Jackson State. Uh, I believe they're tied at 70 in overtime. And also Kansas up seven with 22 seconds left. So uh, we should be hitting that one any second because we're all on Kansas. Hopefully knock on wood. Uh, game balls for the day. And then we're out of here. Uh, NC Nick. I'll lead with you. Come on. Green Bay, the Phoenix. On the road in Milwaukee, knocking off their so-called rival. Give him a game ball. I love how he doesn't go with the Miami Hurricanes. He goes with the Green Bay Phoenix. <laughs> they can get it for me. A 17 and a half point dog. Mac, who is your first game ball? Yeah, you know what? I, I faded Grandpa Larinaga. He put it on me. I'll, I'll go with the Hurricanes. Uh, great win. I mean, they had a letdown spot, too. I think people overlooked that. They were they got, they got won an emotional game at Clemson on Saturday. Close game. Come back and put it on the Dookie. So, Miami gets my game ball. Yeah, and uh, I, I'm, I'm waiting for this to go final, but I think it's got to be the Kansas Jayhawks. You took down the top team in the Big 12. Yeah. Uh, and and you bounce back after a bad loss. So give me the Kansas Jayhawks as my top uh, game ball, uh, second game ball, and final game ball. NC Nick. Well, you know they I, they, I won money on them. So so grambling. It, it look it wasn't always pretty. You made us you know sweat a little bit, but it, w- down the stretch you came through for us. Eight and three in the swack now. Give a a game ball to grambling. There we go. And uh, Mac, your second and final game ball. They're running out of options here. Uh, if Northern Colorado would hold on, I would give it to them, but that game is not final. It's early in stages. I will go for my game ball. Let's go to uh, let's go to Lafayette. I mean, go to Holy Cross and win by 15. I mean, I know Holy Cross is very good, but still 15-point road victory. Lafayette, the, what is it, the Leopards? Yep, Leopards. Let's go. Leopard up. There you go. Uh, and my final game ball, I mean, I guess we got to go. <laughs> uh, cupboard's a bit empty here, but I think we should <laughs> celebrate anytime, anytime that uh, Idaho State wins games. So Idaho State goes on the road. They're now 9-15, and 15, and, you know, they're in the upper half of the big sky. That's a good year for the Bengals. Improvement is happening in Pocatello. Give me Idaho State, the Bengals, with the final game ball here. Folks, subscribe to the College Basketball Experience. Remember, check out the College Football Experience, too. We just dropped a bunch of new episodes, talking schedule and break down the ACC, the Big 12 schedule, some coaching stuff. Also, check out the College Baseball Experience. Noah Beenick says, hey, he's got previews coming. They're loaded in the chamber. Uh, we come together as one on YouTube, youtube.com slash the college experience. Also, check out Moneyline Max Work, NFL gambling podcast. Uh, Ryan and Rush show. You got to check out those. And also, make sure you check out NC Nick. He's on the College Football Experience. Give him a follow at NC underscore underscore N-I-C-K. And, you know, he's he's on the picks page. 
dominating the picks page every single day. SportsGamblingPodcast.com. Uh, click on college basketball picks, but also just get the, get the SGPN app. It's free to download in the App Store and Google Play Store. All righty, folks. Until tomorrow, this is the college basketball experience. You better start thinking about yours. And we out of here. <laughs>